Welcome to the third interview in the Europe Direct Blanchardstown series celebrating women entrepreneurs. In this third interview, I spoke to Angelica Heron. Angelica is the owner of Relaxing Therapies with Angelica. In this interview, she describes her experiences as a Polish citizen setting up business in Ireland, as well as how she came to be interested in the relaxation and massage therapies area. Angelica Heron, you're very welcome and thank you for speaking to Europe Direct Blanchardstown today. Well, it's my absolute pleasure and um, thank you for the invite and uh, I'm delighted to be here. Thank you. Thank you. So let, let's get straight into it. Could you tell me a little bit about yourself? You're, you were born in Poland, is that right? Yes, I'm Polish at heart. And um, but um, I am actually in Ireland. I was I was counting today with my husband nearly 18 years. Wow. So yes, I came in 2004 when the borders had been open. And so I came as a very young person. I believe I was 21. So I did three years at the university tough years and I just need a little break and uh, and polish my English skills as well so the student agency recommended Ireland as a place to go so here we go <laughs> okay excellent and, and you mentioned 2004 when and that, that's just shortly after Poland joined the European yes, Union is that right so I tried to, yes I try to remember actually the the story how it, it all started I know after the third year I kind of I had my plan in my head that I'll take one year break where um, and I'll go abroad where I can uh, learn more English. Okay. But also earn a little bit of money to buy a laptop to buy and to, not to buy to buy a laptop okay. to write thesis. Yes. Okay. So that was important. So I had um, come back and complete two more years at the university. However, at that time the situation. The employment situation wasn't great for young people, especially in the area where I come from. It's Olsztyn, so it's actually the less industrial part of Poland. So we have um, beautiful lakes and forests, but not much industry. So definitely for young people, was um, it was very tough to get a, a job and definitely well-paid job. So I kind of thought I'll be a little bit ahead of the game if I have at least good English and you know that that will give me a little bit of prospect of getting a little bit better job. Mm-hmm. And, and could you give me a little bit about more the details of your circumstances that led you to Ireland? You said you were recommended Ireland. Could you tell me yeah. a little bit about that? I was considering uh, different options. Um, the student agency, they, they said, I don't know, somehow they, they, they recommended Ireland. They, they said, it's better go to Ireland than to UK. Not sure why, but that's what was said to me. And uh, I, I was really happy with that, you know, because of the culture and I was just very curious and to meet Irish people and yeah, it's like dive into, dive into kind of different environment because um, mm-hmm. I wasn't really traveling much. I'm really from countryside. Okay. So um, yeah, like you, you, you rather kind of, you're staying in a place, the, the Poland is big, I was traveling a bit, you know, and visiting Poland, but yeah, mm-hmm. not really much abroad. So it's all, it was all a big adventure for me. You know, the first flight I took that was to Ireland and it was just, wow. yeah, 2004 was a huge learning curve for me. And, and can I ask you, what did you think Ireland would be like? What was your preconception of Ireland before you came here? <sighs> Green. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we call it Emerald Ireland. Yes. And um, yeah, it's all about kind of green fields and it's just beautiful scenery and cliffs. And... I didn't know how much yeah to expect from 
regarding people and behaviors. Mm -hmm. Now I know we are very similar, but before yes. that, to be honest, I, I wasn't really thinking much. I think I was more concerned about my English skills because obviously I wanted to communicate well, but I was just learning and I'm a fast learner, but the first months was a bit struggle. So, and there was a little bit kind of, apart from little cultural differences was also like, mm -hmm. sometimes I was getting different meaning of the word. So we kind of were, yeah, a little bit different concept, you know, especially talking about emotion and so on. That was a little bit confusing. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, I think the Irish and the Polish have a lot in common in fairness. I think we have a similar sense of humour. Yeah. We, you know, in our history, there's a lot of commonalities in our history as well. We've, we've both had bigger neighbours that we've had issues with. Um, so I think I think we get along very well. And, and speaking of that, you, you then met your husband in Ireland. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. And that was another interesting um, story because that month I decided to move to Luxembourg. And so um, that was really totally unexpected. And um, I think sometimes we, when we really let go of something, something is coming us, we're making that space. So like I, I was deciding to go to Luxembourg because I was working in finances and um, I just kind of thought that would give me a little bit more oomph to my career and my CV. And um, yeah, and also I was into learning languages back then and so I thought, yeah. There's no better kind than Luxembourg. I'll dive into five languages at once. Yeah, absolutely. So, but that was, my husband was a stopper. <laughs> but okay. Not, yeah. And there seems to be quite a lot of um, Irish-Polish couples now these days. I, I, I know of quite a few of them myself in, in my son's school. So it seems to be quite a common uh, yeah. uh, thing to see now these days. And very, I, from my observation, very happy couples, actually. Yeah, yeah like happy. I said. I, I, You're making really nice families, yes. Absolutely. I think I think the Irish and the Poles, as I said, uh, have a lot in common. And just in general, what has your experience been in Ireland as a Polish person? How have you been received here? What have your experiences been like? I think very I think it's about attitude. Um, mm -hmm. apart from little glitches, and that mm -hmm. was kind of like the first years, and uh, because you know, people are people and we have different opinions, but um with full honesty, I was so well welcomed, and I and that's why I stayed. I always felt like at home, and mm -hmm. even the couple of years here, sometimes I was flying back um, from Poland, and when I was landing, you know, we were at Dublin. You're like, I'm home. That feeling, oh. I'm at home, and but that's you know what what home makes. I think people makes home. You know, yeah. and and of course this I find this. This place and the land itself, it's just amazing. It's um, such a great history. And uh, I kind of, I thought it's actually brought the best out of me. Okay. And I found, here I found the talents that I'm not sure if I would discover being in Poland. Poland is very um, conservative. So mm -hmm. here I kind of really felt I could spread my wings. Okay. And, yes, so I, I think Polish people, yes, comparing Irish people a little bit uh, kind of more forgiving you know when you kind of okay. try things in Poland it's a little bit more judgmental okay so, so um I found Irish people just amazing with mm. really open heart and um, only good experiences uh, with honestly only good experiences and my um my clients now most of them I would say over 90 percent that's Irish people and I always say I couldn't ask for better clients they're just amazing, amazing people. And it's a pleasure to kind of work with them. And now at the stage, my regular clients, it feels like 
they're my friends mm -hmm. but that's kind of that openness going on so yeah. i think becoming with open heart and um Kindness attract kindness. I was always kind of curious. I was nice to people and it was always coming back, you know, and I never kind of thought that someone will, I don't know, be against me or harm in any way. And I just had really fantastic experiences so far. Well, I'm really glad. I'm really glad to hear that, actually. And and I mean, obviously, am I right in saying EU membership then in that case has been very positive for a lot of Polish people. It's given them a lot of opportunities Absolutely. I remember I was kind of planning my trip. I said, like, I tried to kind of figure out the times. And um, I think um, uh, when I was deciding kind of take the one year from the university, I, I think we were kind of just in a stage of getting that permission to kind of join EU. Um, but really, when eventually I got my first job here and eventually I flew here, we were full uh, member uh, of European Union. And that's definitely helped. That's just kind of made things so easy, so smooth until like, and, and now it's just um, with, with everything and setting up business and um, even like I was applying last year for the uh, citizenship, which yeah. I'm kind of, I didn't receive it yet, but um, I believe I'll receive it in the next couple of months. And um, yeah, it's just make everything so smooth. It's yeah, yeah. Yes. And, and I'm going to go into that in a little more detail in a few minutes. So we, we'll move on to your, your business itself, which is Relaxing Therapies with Angelica. Could you tell me a little bit about that business and what you do? Yes. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> yes, on the Facebook, Relaxing Therapies with Angelica, because I try to make it more personal. But like mm. with every business, business is evolving. So, um, um, so in September last year, I actually opened my own place. So mm. now we transformed to Relaxing Therapies um, Massage Clinic. Okay. Um, because we have that, um, or I provide that kind of standard. And so I also uh, want to work with the best in the trade. So that's what I want to attract. Um, like, proudly, I can say since I opened my door in September, I'm fully booked and overbooked every day. Okay. So again, that's kind of, you know, it's the people, you know, what makes business, people make business. I would be kind of, you know, I provide great service, but people comes to me, we all make that business together. So um, before that, I was uh, a massage therapist for around five years. And mm -hmm. before that, in finances for 10 years. So right. it's, I totally changed career and then, um, and with the business, it's definitely learning to be a sole trader and deal with um, well, different difficult situations sometimes. And now with the, the pandemic, the last couple of years when I couldn't work for um, yeah. six months and more. So you always kind of try to find solutions being creative. But mm -hmm. that's kind of the, this natural evolution of things as well. And well, I, I guess it's also up to the person what they want from the business and where see the vision for the business as well. So my business was always serve um, to people. That, that was always my, my motto, you know, how can mm -hmm. I serve and how can I improve the, my skills and my service like in the way that it will be um, appreciated even more. So yeah. kind of definitely kind of um, researching what are the needs at the moment of my clients. Okay, okay. And it's, I, I always find it fascinating when I hear about people who, take a total change in career to do something they're passionate about. And, and how did you get interested in the whole relaxation therapy, massage area? Where, where did that interest, was that something you've always been interested in? No, that, that's why I was saying, if I'd been Poland, probably I would be still in finances, doing okay. administration or accountancy. And here I said, it's just like, it's a natural evolution. And we are like, 
universes, walking universes, and it's a natural thing to expand and try things as well. It's um, life should be fun. Well, life should be easy, but we have the stigma life is tough. And there's some moments, you know, but that's why where the creativity should kick in and uh, look for the solutions and also look for help. That's what kind of learned the last couple of years that we can't do everything uh, by ourselves, especially as a store trader. We have the stigma that we need to know everything. So uh, I started a veil of mentorship and that's kind of just pushed it forward. Um, so how it started, it's simply because um, in finance, I wasn't really fulfilled. I was very good at my job and I was, you know, getting more uh, more um, awards and praise. And from that perspective, all go well the promotion was on the horizon but I, I i just didn't feel that i'm changing the world in a um, in a better way you know that make it a little bit better place for the community or the society okay. so that was the lacking so how i started just kind of started volunteering and uh, i joined like for example blue cross and um, so that's the volunteer organization to work with animals so i started that mm -hmm. Kind of wasn't enough and then and in the meantime i was meeting interesting people so i guess the universe and synchronicity was bringing those people mm. uh, to the world and uh, they were talking about those holistic therapies and i was just very curious you know because like, it's working and just was giving different perspective as well um i was raised in a catholic uh, country so it's always very kind of being in a box and mm. here just not being in that kind of environment who's watching you and you kind of feel you can actually do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was just trying things, you know, and it's just natural curiosity of who am I, how, you know, what the life is about. Yeah. Literally like that, you know, like from Monty Python song. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so it's just, just kind of curiosity of, of things and um, what life really means. And I kind of, I said to myself that like life, life is really too short to be shy. It's really the time kind of to try things and doesn't matter the age. Like in front we have a little bit of stigma. Is there a certain age, there's not a chance you can change a job, you know, or if you choose a career, that's it. And I think that's totally not true. Like we have so many talents. There's so much in us. And every year, but I think you kind of discovering things about yourself that even like, you know, know you're there, you know, because of their like life, you know, push kind of difficult situation. And it's actually, you know, from pain, we, we really evolve, you know, yeah. and we kind of, we gain that strength, you know, mm -hmm. so that's from strength to strength, sometimes from business pain to business yeah. pain. It's that evolution where I kind of feel like if I went through this, I can go through anything and it so, seems to me just listening to you like that, that becoming an entrepreneur has been very personally fulfilling for you absolutely i i i'll be honest with you like mainly i'm doing uh, massage services um mm -hmm. But I'm kind of mixing it because I have a very holistic approach. So very often during the massage, I kind of, I do energy healing. I'm very, very intuitive. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so far I, I'm getting only five stars. Since okay. I, That's... I have no other review than five stars. Well, I mean, we're, we're sell this, this series is celebrating women entrepreneurs. And you're obviously a, a superb example of a, like a great success story. And, and can I just move on to ask you a little bit about what the process was like of setting up a business as an EU citizen from, from another EU state in Ireland. I mean, did you have all the same rights as an Irish citizen to do that? And from my perspective, so far, I didn't, I didn't meet any obstacles, any mm. 
legal obstacles that you know I had to. It was very easy, very straightforward. Um, in Poland, again, tax system we can a little bit afraid. Here, it's like you you give a ring, you ask questions, you get answers. Um, Leo kind of supports in a fantastic way entrepreneurs as well. So I kind of find that there is loads of support out there okay. um, for anyone who asks. So from my perspective, that that was pretty easy, I must say. The challenge was to kind of be committed to the business and okay. you know, you're doing the work and it's hard mm-hmm. work. But from legal perspective, I'm just, yeah. I feel I'm blessed actually okay. that I, as a Polish person, I'm part of the EU and uh, we can really work together. I think why my business is also successful that I, because in, in my place, I'm also doing yoga classes. So I'm just doing okay. a little bit different uh, angle of things because I just create like a little bit of hope, like a wellness hope for the mm-hmm. community Dublin 12. And so like cooperation is the key. I yeah. find it is the way forward. It's not competition. It is competitions outdated. We have to cooperate. And then how that's how things will evolve in a really positive, beautiful way for everyone. Yeah. And, and was there much paperwork or or that time? Or you you said you found it very easy to do? I, as far as I remember, yes, you have to register your company name. Mm-hmm. And, and then I also um, I did start your own business. And okay. uh, and I got great support for two years for from the like it was called back to work and the price allowance. So okay. um, I, monthly I was getting certain amount of money, which kind of paid my first rent because I had to okay. place to kind of give the services, and that was fantastic uh, start. And because of that, I actually uh, was able to attend for free. It was. Uh, diploma in um, digital marketing okay. it's very very high standard so and it was very condensed it was like um, less than six months and yeah wow. <laughs> it was very intense but i did i did it i think from 15 people only like three people got diploma and it was one of them wow so that as i said that's fantastic that's kind of when you're not um really english speaker as such you know mm-hmm. you just and, and you, it, it can happen if you really want to. So mm-hmm. I got really great support. And, and um, I, I think because there is such a big Polish community here as well, mm-hmm. I think going to offices, uh, we ca- they kind of get used to how to kind of deal with, with Polish people. So yeah. it it's, was, um, it's, yes. <laughs> it's <laughs> it great cool. to hear, yeah, how, how, how I suppose one of the great advantages of the EU is that I mean, I, I can, I, I've lived in France and I married a, a French woman as well. And she lives here, has the same rights I have. I can go to France if I wanted to set up a business there tomorrow. I could. And that, that's that's the beauty of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I, and it should be straightforward. I, I, I think um, it, it's especially that when you can see the mix of culture. And I think it really kind of mm, make our lives a little bit more interesting and kind of more fulfilling nearly, you know, mm-hmm. because just people sharing things. Yeah, between yeah, them. absolutely. That's what it's all about. But um, and come back actually in Poland, even my my village in in, in Poland, like there is so many improvements thanks to you. It's mm-hmm. unbelievable, even for local farmers. Like you know, um, so I I, I kind of I, I I couldn't praise more you. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, that's that's we like to hear that. Um, I want to move on to ask you a little bit about challenges now. Do you think women? entrepreneurs face more challenges than men when running their own businesses and, and what particular challenges would you say you faced 
I think it depends of the of the sector where you work. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was working in finances, definitely I felt there is a men lobby that you right. couldn't break it. There was that kind of feeling that you couldn't break it. If you're a woman and for any woman, like there was, you had to wait for promotion very, very long time. Okay. And in my, what I'm doing now as a massage therapist, and it's mainly, uh, I think women are doing very well. They're also mm-hmm. kind of um, male and massage therapists, masseuse, but, and, I, I I feel that as a woman, like we are kind of in a more winning position because okay. we give that kind of warmth and welcoming and mm-hmm. it's just kind of easiness for the client as well. So, um, yeah, so kind of switching kind of sectors, uh, so uh, it's easier for me now. Definitely. Okay, that's that's a very interesting perspective that, yeah, it, it can depend on, on the sector Absolutely, indeed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and finance, as you said, yeah, it, it doesn't surprise me to hear yeah, that it, it's dominated by men, yeah. yeah. And Absolutely. I think I remember even like um, my uh, supervisors and manager women, like they had, you could see how um, hard they really work. Mm-hmm. They had to really work hard for the promotion. Um, and they were doing all, overtime, even though they had like kids at home and everything. So it was mm-hmm. really hard things, you know? So yeah. It's always yeah. Kind of, you're showing that you're better than, better than. So yes. I don't think it's very healthy. Yeah, and that's and that's one of the themes that we're going to speak about tomorrow, actually, to, to Janet O'Carroll, uh, about that kind of balancing personal life and, and business. So we, we'll go into that in tomorrow's interview. Um, th- that's again, that's that's very interesting. And, and this is a question now that I, I'm going to ask everybody uh, that I'm interviewing. They're all going to get this same question. And I'm really interested to hear your answer is what do you know now as an entrepreneur that you wish you had known when you were starting out in business? Um, hmm, what I know now, and I, 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 when you ask me that question, I'm thinking my recent experience when actually I kind of I opened my own business, I have my own clinic, and finding good premises that was the hardest thing. Finding mm. the spot, it's it's very as we know the market yeah. <laughs> for property very hard, mm. and for like for business it's very important where you open because you can have really good business idea but if you open in the wrong place it won't fly yeah yeah and so less kind of choice regarding like you know the business properties commercial properties is very hard mm-hmm. and also i was when i was set the last five years to be honest i'm kind of kind of a little bit solo person in a sense that um, i don't look what really others are doing yes i kind of as i do not compare myself i just do whatever i think it's the right for my business the right for me is the right for my family um, and it's common sense as well definitely covered all basics um but I see the other therapists are not doing that. And so it's for me, when I'm now looking to kind of expand and find a really good team, mm-hmm. I, I can't, at the moment, I'm trying to find, um, I found a couple, but I'm not finding many therapists that actually follow the suit. Okay. So perhaps they're not really doing the basics. So I thought it would be easier to find therapists that kind of, I work alone. So mm-hmm. um, that's kind of very hard. So kind of to employ someone, yes. yes. I, I'm a little bit struggling with that at the moment to find and, the really kind of high quality therapist. Okay, and how many people have you employed at the? I mean, I'm not employing at the moment. My okay. idea, yes. So I, what I do at the moment, I'm creating a space. So I have very big premises, mm-hmm. and so I said the yoga classes are there. So and three uh, yoga stretch cl- um, and stretch um, classes teachers are using the space. Okay. So the 
the, the, mm, the classes are booming, they're fully booked. So I facilitate that. And also I have a beautiful room to rent. So it's another fantastic therapist doing acupuncture. So it's like just adding to the business as well because I have huge menu, but I just want as well doing other therapies. So I let other people do that. And, and so she's using that space as well. And her business is growing. So at the moment that I create that, but I was looking into employment and I, I was glad employed, but at the moment I didn't find anyone okay. who... Yeah, so who so being a good therapist is a one thing, but people find a little bit um, challenging uh, showing themselves what they're doing and um, showing their work on social media. So mm -hmm. if you don't advertise yourself, mm -hmm. people don't know what they're doing and they want book services with you. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah, of course. So, so and that's challenging. Find premises, but also find the right team to work with. Okay, so location, 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 and, and location, the people to work absolutely. with. Yeah. They're the big ones. And the final thing I want to ask you is what advice would you give to women and particularly women who've come from another EU country to Ireland? What advice would you give them uh, when they want to set up their, their own business in Ireland? I mean, it, this can be something that can be very, there's a, there's a certain risk. And I think we're all a bit afraid to take that, that chance, aren't we, sometimes? Could you maybe comment yeah. on that? Well, the risk, what is risk for us, it's very closely related to the fear. So mm -hmm. what I would advise you to, to look at the personal belief system, because especially when someone's coming from different country, we kind of feel we are not enough. You know, the language is, I, I see it from the people that are working at the moment as well. People who are not Irish, even though they're providing great services, they're, they have that kind of shyness about them. Mm -hmm. And because that they're not selling themselves and they're not attracting as many clients as they could. If they okay. just believe themselves, because the most important you communicate, the sentence doesn't have to be perfect. People will understand. People are very kind. You have to believe in that kindness. So I would say very close look at the belief system. So you have to really believe in yourself. Of course, that comes with the practice as well. But belief system, it's it's a must. So um, one, if you have this one, this in place, you can fly. I if I. If I have some challenge, especially business challenge, I don't look at this like, um, I rather look at situation, what's the solution? Looking always for solution. Yeah, yeah remind you, John Lennon, How can I overcome it? And so sometimes the solution comes within days, sometimes within weeks, and also wanted to talk with people that you trust. Okay. And, and you know, be honest with the opinion as well, because you always want to have an honest opinion that I love mm -hmm. feedback from my clients and I love the praise, but sometimes the, the, the you want the honest feedback always, mm. because then mm. it's just a room for improvement. What else I can improve in my business? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's you have to kind of believe in yourself. And uh, I have a little bit attitude if someone say to me, when I try was transitioning and try to, I had a um, uh, um, small baby at home and um, in finances, I was always was asked to do overtime, didn't suit my family needs. And so when I was asking to kind of for work-life balance, I didn't get that. And so even if I want to change the career slightly, go different direction, the agent saying, it's not possible. It's not possible. And so my attitude is like, I'll show you. <laughs> well, I, I love that attitude. And I love what you said <laughs> earlier Yes, Solution. everything yeah. is possible. Absolutely, yeah. everything is possible. It's about how it's our it's, it comes to our attitude. Yeah, yeah. I was going to 
it's not about where you're born, the country, it's about attitude. If, you, if you're willing to work with people, if mm-hmm. you believe that there's lots of kindness and help out there and believe in yourself, you really spread your wings and you'll go far. Yeah, yeah, and I'm re- I'm reminded my my mother often quotes John Lennon. There there are no sol- no problems, only solutions. And you you kind of paraphrase that there's a great attitude to, to to have. And listen, I I want to really say thank you for for joining us. One of the big aims of this uh, series is to maybe encourage and inspire more women who might be considering uh, setting up their own businesses, becoming entrepreneurs, to maybe take that leap. And I think your story. And your attitude is just been fantastic. And I, I mean, I, I think a lot of women, having listened to you today, will, will get a lot of inspiration uh, from, from your story. And, and the, just the way you approach it is, is, is superb. So thank you so much for, for joining me today. And just before I go, I just want to say a thank you to my colleague and your compatriot, uh, Maria uh, Carolyn, who uh, helped set this up today. And Maria is now helping us out in Europe direct in Blanchestown, which is great. So thank you very much for that, Angelica. She's a lovely lady and it was an absolute pleasure and to share my thoughts and hopefully that will help the listeners as well. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.